You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Good morning, Ben. Hi, John. How are you? Great. How are you? Okay. Great. Well, thank you for joining us on this divorce literacy uh, spotlight. Uh, glad you um, agreed to join us. I really appreciate you offering. Absolutely. So I'm going to introduce you real quick, and then we'll learn more about your practice. Sounds good. Okay. Ben Stitch is a divorce co-parenting and family mediator. Ben fell in love with mediation after taking a train in the 2009 and his mediation journey led him to establish mediation and family services in 2014. He has since mediated hundreds of divorces and family disputes, helping families stay in control of their decisions while saving time, money, and heartache. Ben is also a divorce coach for divorces following the collaborative law model. In addition to mediation and collaborative law, he is also an instructor for Williams James College High Conflict Co-Parenting Program, Trains Collaborative Program Solving uh, MGH Psychiatric Psychiatric <laughs> Kids Program and is on the board of directors for Massachusetts Council of Family Mediation. Ben regularly presents workshops on mediation and divorce. Well, that is impressive, Ben. <laughs> I, Thank you. Sorry, it's a jumble of words there. <laughs> that's okay. A little, little tongue twist and I talk funny. That's okay. I'll work on that. <laughs> so I, I got to ask you a question. So with mediation, I, I, I want you to take me through the process, but the first step, someone calls you or, or you meet with someone. Is there a process to even evaluate if they even want to get divorced? So that's really, that's an interesting question, John. Uh, so first of all, I offer a free half hour consult. And so the first thing I ask in the consultation, and I encourage people to be very brief in this so that there's enough time for me to share information about mediation. But I always ask, what brings you here today? Why, why are you interviewing a mediator? And so off the bat, I usually can get a sense as to whether or not they're looking to move forward with a divorce, whether they're looking to move forward with a interim or temporary separation, but they really want to strengthen the marriage. I, I had a consult right before this. Um, I didn't know really much about what was happening. And I walked out understanding that, you know, they're struggling and they're really committed to improving the relationship using mediation because therapy hasn't um, been successful. And sometimes couples aren't on the same page. Um, and sometimes the mediation is more about trying to figure out whether they're going to stay married or get divorced. Um, at the end of the day in Massachusetts, it only takes one spouse to trigger divorce proceedings. Um, but sometimes the first part of mediation is to explore that. And then the process is very goal oriented. Um, and so uh, whatever the uh, party's goals are, and I help them uncover those at the very early part of the process, uh, will drive what's discussed. And of course, if it's divorce, then yes, there are some things that has to be addressed, right, to be able to satisfy um, the expectations that probate and family court has. And there are plenty of times when mediation steers itself into another direction. And if that's what they want, then 
I'll help them. I'll help facilitate that conversation. Okay. Long-winded answer. Was that is was that what you were getting at, John? Yeah, no, definitely. And and you know, it kind of leads me to the next question, and um, which you've kind of touched upon already, is um, you know, how do you feel you could be most helpful with your role as a mediator? So I was once asked, and I was a little uncomfortable with the question, but like, what's my mediator superpower? Um, and and I feel like that's kind of what you're asking. Yes. Um, I, I, you know, it's hard to distill it down to one thing, but I I I guess I would say two things. One is that I'm really uh, basically being a translator for my clients, um, and really helping uh, ensure that the other person really understands what's being said, what the interests are, uh, so that the um, whatever solutions they come up with address the concerns that both parties have. Um, I've been told by my by clients like, oh, that's what he or she's been saying for the last 10 years. <laughs> I wish I had a, you to translate for us way back when. So I think really just helping facilitate effective communication and and helping people move away from a kind of combative positional um dynamic to really talking about the things that are most important to them. Um, the other thing is that prior to mediation, I worked in child welfare and with families um, as a social worker, um, running treatment programs, working within schools. And so um, helping parents through divorce is something I'm, you know, while I work with people who don't have children all the time, um, is probably something that sets me apart a little bit, particularly if they're parents of children with special needs, um, because I'm I, I uh, as someone with a social work background, I understand that world. I understand special education. And I think some parents find it really um, freeing to know that they don't have to explain things because I already understand the system um, right. and can understand how those needs might impact the way someone might structure a parenting plan in a divorce. I got it. So with, with all the um, clients that you had, is, is there a, like a typical, like a common question that just keeps coming up? that that's asked of you during mediation? Yeah. Do I need an attorney? Oh, um, okay. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, there are a lot of questions are asked of me, but that is a real, from a divorce standpoint, a really common question. Um, there are so many misconceptions out there. Um, the answer is they need, they certainly need an attorney to draft their final agreement, which is called the separation agreement. Um, I offer, um, uh, them to work with a neutral attorney who can be a drafter. I recommend every party has what I call a mediation-friendly divorce attorney so they can get advice and maximize their informed decision-making and let them know that the judge is going to ask them if they've understood they have a right to seek independent counsel. And one, one of my goals, I have really probably two goals when I discuss that with folks. One is for them to really understand that mediators are not allowed to give legal advice as a neutral Okay. So always to maintain impartiality, regardless of one's background as a mediator. Um, and so um, I really want to make sure they understand that there's two separate roles. And the second is to let them know that I recommend it to maximize informed decision making. And at the end of the day, it's really up to them. Um, uh, there's no rule or requirement that says someone has to have independent counsel. Okay. Now, this next question. Um, because I knew it was going to come up sooner or later um, in terms of, and that has to do with same sex couples. Okay. And I understand you've worked with those clients before. Is there, is there, is it the same, whether it's same sex or, or not, or is there a different, uh, do they have each have like unique challenges 
that you find? It's an interesting question. And because as soon as I log off with you five minutes later, I'm having a divorce mediation with two women. Um, okay. That's my next session that's scheduled. Um, I mean, I think it's really about having a sensitivity to the unique challenges um, same-sex couples um, uh, have gone through. Um, many of the divorces I have are folks who have been like in their minds and hearts married for longer than they've been legally married because of, um, uh, you know, same-sex marriage wasn't always legal. Um, occasionally there are some issues related to, um, guardianship and legal custodial rights, um, uh, that need to be addressed. And at the end of the day, it's all the same decisions that need to be made. Um, uh, sometimes the dynamics, I find are slightly different, um, but in just like in um, couple is you know divorces with a husband and a wife, some people are very cooperative and supportive of each other through the process. Some are very high conflict, and everything kind of in between. Okay, all right. Is is there a particular case that um, has impacted you the most as to how you are doing your practice these days? I. Do. Um, uh, there was, and this is the very beginning of my career. I mean, so this was probably 10 years ago or so. It was, um, how much time do you have? No, um, <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> uh, so it was a divorce with um, one hat was uh, a blue collar, self employed, the other was. Uh, very intellectual and um, kind of was a thought leader in her industry. Um, and they, their communication styles were completely opposite. Their visions for their children's future were completely opposite. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, we mediated therapy, for example, right? They were diametrically opposed on everything. And, base, and I actually co-mediated that case uh, in part because I wasn't experienced yet. Um, um, and we both um, were so grateful that we had a co-mediation so that we could debrief with each other regularly. And we both have agreed that it was probably the most challenging case we've ever had in our career. If we had the bandwidth, we could have written a book because basically every mediator challenge that presents itself played out in that case. Wow. Uh, and um, and it was the mediation with the most number of sessions I've ever had. They ended up withdrawing from mediation tried to work through their attorneys. We heard from them six months later. We're not making progress. We want to work back with you. Um, their attorneys ended up getting involved um, in the mediation process, which is fine. But their attorneys got so entangled in their client's stories. We ended up having to mediate between the attorneys more than we had to mediate between the parties. Wow. Um, and at the end of the day, they came to an agreement. And they got divorced through mediation without litigating. So it was very, very um, gratifying. Um, and it was really, really challenging. Wow, that's great. Do you have any tips for couples considering divorce mediation? Um, I definitely would encourage folks to um, interview mediators, make sure that whoever they choose to work with is really a fit for them. I think that idea of fit is really important because it's such a personal process um, and you really need to trust the impartiality and, of course, the competence of the mediator. Um, uh, I encourage people to think about 
their goals for the process and the ways in which they can navigate the communication in a way that's future oriented and constructive rather than trying to rehash or relitigate the past in the mediation process. Um, uh, and of course, there's a big financial disclosure process and starting to collect that information. Um, the more folks have that information on hand at the outset, the the you know the, the faster the process can be because it can be more efficient. Um, and then in terms of like the homework related to mediation, my guidance to folks is to um, do as much as you can offline that doesn't create more conflict and tension. And if once they start treading that line, that's also why I exist and what the process yep. is help, helpful for. Well, that, that's great. And, and how would they uh, get a hold of you if they need your service? I uh, appreciate that. So my website is benstitch.com, B-E-N-S-T-I-C-H.com. Everyone misspells it with two Ts. Yeah. So actually, if you misspell it, it'll redirect to my site. Um, <laughs> but it's <laughs> uh, benstitch.com. Uh, my email is easy. It's ben at benstitch.com. My phone number is 617-872-7731. Um, and then when people go on my website, you can send me a direct message. You can schedule consults. You can call me. Whatever is most comfortable for folks. All right. That's awesome. Well, Ben, this has been great. And I'm glad you uh, you jumped on the spotlight with us today. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. It's really fun. And, uh, and I appreciate the work you do, John. Um, it really things like, you know, the services you offer really help help clients who are going through divorce find a way to make, you know, make it work. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Trying to there is life after divorce. We try to set the couples up in the best light possible for that. Absolutely. So all right, you have a wonderful day, Ben. Thank you. You too, John. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.